Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Today is day 11 where um, I'm doing my broadcast and Bible study. Um, So my broadcast is called Keep on Spreading the Word, the Love, the Faith. Um, Today we are reading Genesis chapter 23 and chapter 24, which is um, so cool. And then the song that we're going to worship to today, which is a song that I love so much, it's by Andrew Rippin, and it's called Jericho. This is a song that not only do I love, but I love the story of Jericho in the Old Testament. How all we have to do is trust in Jesus and put our faith into him, and that's all they did, right? The army of, the army of Israel walked around the city of Jericho, right? And the walls came crumbling down. What an awesome story. We're eventually going to get to reading that in Genesis. And it's so cool to know um, how awesome Jericho really is. The, the, the strong and strength of having faith. This is all what Andrew Whippin's song is about. It's having strong strengths in, in building the wall up, right? Tearing that sinful flesh away and asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart. This is why I love this song called Jericho by Andrew Rippin so much. It's because it reminds us, no matter how we feel inside, no matter how beaten we feel, that he still could throw any wall and tear it down and rebuild us new in our flesh. Which is so beautiful to know that. That's the power of having the Holy Spirit inside of, you, inside of you. So I pray that this helps you guys today. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do um, we're gonna do a worship song. Then we're gonna pray, and then after we pray, we're gonna read the Bible. Then I'm gonna pick out whatever is interesting that stood out to me the most. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do here. I'm gonna pull out something interesting and, and share about it. So, let's start by worshiping and asking the Holy Spirit to come close to us. So, here we go. Thank you. Jericho walls gotta come down, come down, come Lord. Fears and turns to ruin, with just your love's and moving. Cheers like Jericho walls gotta come down, come down, come down. Fighting for my victory 
like Jericho walls gotta come down, come down. My feel like Jericho walls gotta come down, come down. Boy, the pleasant turns to ruin when you love cruising. All my feel like Jericho walls gotta come down, come down, come down. Such a powerful song, I love this. Okay, so that was Jericho, uh, Jericho by Andrew Rippin, one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, great Christian singer, and we need more strong, motivated Christian singers like that. So praise God to for him, and uh, let's just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to come in, and um, then we'll read the Bible. Okay, so dear Lord, hey Father, I pray that we just have a good day and a blessed day, Lord. I pray that um, for whoever's watching this live or whoever's listening to this on the broadcast later on, that um, they get filled with the Holy Spirit. They get to know the love and the forgiveness you have with us, Lord, because you fill us with that Holy Spirit inside of us. I pray that um, whoever's watching this, Lord, they get filled, they get fed by you, not not by me, not by me sharing this, Lord. They get to understand who you are and the beauty of having you in their life, Lord. So I pray you pour blessing on whoever is watching this, whoever gets to see this, Lord. Let them pour a blessing, pour a blessing on them. Let them open their eyes to seeing who you are, to accepting you as their Lord and Savior, Lord. It's such a beautiful thing to. Feel your love and your presence around us. Not in a building, Lord. But you're here. The Holy Spirit is here. That's the beauty and love about Jesus Christ. It's not in a building. It's not in the church. We are the church. He lives inside of us. And that's the awesome thing about this, Lord. So I pray that whoever is watching this, whoever hears this, has a good day and a blessed day. And allow me to share... In Genesis 23 and Genesis 24, whatever you want me to preach, let me preach it strong with your faith and be devoted to that, Lord. Let me not preach my thoughts, but preach what you want me to preach. So I pray that we have a good day and a blessed day. Pray everyone goes, every everyone fills your Holy Spirit, Lord, today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, here we go. We're going to read... Um, 
Genesis 23. Here we go. Chapter 23 Sarah lived to be 127 years old. She died at Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and to weep over her. Then Abraham rose from beside his dead wife and spoke to the Hittites. He said, I am an alien and a stranger among you. Sell me some property for a burial site here so I can bury my dead. The Hittites replied to Abraham, Sir, listen to us. You are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our tombs. None of us will refuse you his tomb for burying your dead. Then Abraham rose and bowed down before the people of the land, the Hittites. He said to them, If you are willing to let me bury my dead, then listen to me and intercede with Ephron, son of Zohar, on my behalf. So he will sell me the cave of Machpelah, which belongs to him and is at the end of his field. Ask him to sell it to me for the full price as a burial site among you. Ephraim the Hittite was sitting among his people, and he replied to Abraham in the hearing of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of his city. No, my lord, he said, listen to me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the presence of my people. Bury your dead. Again Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, and he said to Ephron in their hearing, Listen to me, if you will. I will pay the price of the field. Accept it from me so I can bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, Listen to me, my lord. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver. But what is that between me and you? Bury your dead. Abraham agreed to Ephraim's terms and weighed out for him the price he had named in the hearing of the Hittites. 400 shekels of silver, according to the weight current among the merchants. So Ephron's field in Machpelah near Mamre, both the field and the cave in it, and all the trees within the borders of the field, was deeded to Abraham as his property in the presence of all the Hittites who had come to the gate of the city. Afterward, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre, which is at Hebron in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave in it were deeded to Abraham by the Hittites as a burial site. Chapter 24 Abraham was now old and well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to the chief servant in his household, the one in charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh. I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, 
that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I am living, but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac. The servant asked him, What if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land? Shall I then take your son back to the country you came from? Make sure that you do not take my son back there. Abraham said, The Lord, the God of heaven, who brought me out of my father's household and my native land, and who spoke to me and promised me on oath, saying, To your offspring I will give this land. He will send his angel before you so that you can get a wife for my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you will be released from this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master Abraham and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and left, taking with him all kinds of good things from his master. He set out for Aramnearaim and made his way to the town of Nahor. He had the camels kneel down near the well outside the town. It was toward evening, the time the women go out to draw water. Then he prayed, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, give me success today and show kindness to my master Abraham. See, I am standing beside the spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water. May it be that when I say to a girl, please let down your jar that I may have a drink. And she says, drink and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished praying, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of the Thuel, son of Milcah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor. The girl was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had ever lain with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar, and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please give me a little water from your jar. Drink, my lord. She said, and quickly lowered the jar to her hands and gave him a drink. After she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels, too, until they have finished drinking. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough ran back to the well to draw more water, and drew enough for all his camels. Without saying a word, the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took out a gold nose ring weighing a beaker and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels. Then he asked, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered him. I am the daughter of Bethuel, 
the son that Milka bore to Nahor. And she added, We have plenty of straw and fodder, as well as room for you to spend the night. Then the man bowed down and worshipped the Lord, saying, Praise be to the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on the journey to the house of my master's relatives. The girl ran and told her mother's household about these things. Now Rebekah had a brother named Laban, and he hurried out to the man at the spring. As soon as he had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms, and had heard Rebekah tell what the man said to her, he went out to the man and found him standing by the camels near the spring. Come, you who are blessed by the Lord, he said. Why are you standing out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man went to the house, and the camels were unloaded. Straw and fodder were brought for the camels, and water for him and his men to wash their feet. Then food was set before him. But he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. Then tell us, Laban said. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, men servants and maid servants, and camels and donkeys. My master's wife Sarah has borne him a son in her old age, and he has given him everything he owns. And my master made me swear an oath and said, you must not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I live, but go to my father's family and to my own clan and get a wife for my son. Then I asked my master, what if the woman will not come back with me? He replied, the Lord before whom I have walked will send his angel with you and make your journey a success so that you can get a wife for my son, from my own clan, and from my father's family. Then, when you go to my clan, you will be released from my oath, even if they refuse to give her to you. You will be released from my oath. When I came to the spring today, I said, O oh Lord God of my master Abraham, if you will, please grant success to the journey on which I have come. See, I am standing beside the spring. If a maiden comes out to draw water and I say to her, please let me drink a little water from your jar. And if she says to me, drink, and I'll draw water for your camels too. Let her be the one the Lord has chosen for my master's son. Before I finished praying in my heart, Rebecca came out with her jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water. And I said to her, please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jar from her shoulder and said, drink, and I'll water your camels too. So I drank and she watered the camels also. I asked her, whose daughter are you? She said the daughter of Bethuel, son of Nahor, who Milcah bore to him. Then I put the ring in her nose and the bracelets on her arms. And I bowed down and worshipped the Lord, 
I praise the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me on the right road to get the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, so I may know which way to turn. Laban and Bethuel answered, This is from the Lord. We can say nothing to you one way or the other. Here is Rebekah. Take her and go, and let her become the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has directed. When Abraham's servant heard what they said, he bowed down to the ground before the Lord. Then the servant brought out gold and silver jewelry and articles of clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave costly gifts to her brother and to her mother. Then he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night there. When they got up the next morning, he said, Send me on my way to my master. But her brother and her mother replied, Let the girl remain with us ten days or so. Then you may go. But he said to them, Do not detain me. Now that the Lord has granted success to my journey, send me on my way so I may go to my master. Then they said, Let's call the girl and ask her about it. So they called Rebekah and asked her, Will you go with this man? I will go, she said. So they sent their sister, Rebekah, on her way, along with her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you increase thousands upon thousands. May your offspring possess the gates of their enemies. Then Rebekah and her maids got ready and mounted their camels and went back with the man. So the servant took Rebekah and left. Now Isaac had come from Beer Lahairoi, for he was living in the Negev. He went out to the field one evening to meditate, and as he looked up, he saw camels approaching. Rebekah also looked up and saw Isaac. She got down from her camel and asked the servant, who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master, the servant answered. So she took her veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac all he had done. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah, and he married Rebekah. So she became his wife, and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Okay, you guys. Okay. Man, there's a lot in 24 that just is so nice, right? But let's go to verse uh, Genesis 23 uh, first. So, in Genesis 23, we hear about Sarah's death. And Sarah dies. And Abraham doesn't just want to bury his wife. In some land that he doesn't own, right? So he goes and asks Ephraim, who um, sits on the high, who, uh, let's see, Ephraim is, uh, is one of the high servants. And so they ask the Hittites, 
you know, could I buy this land, go ask if I could buy this land from from Ephraim, because he owns it, right? And the Hittites, they, they go, go ahead, you know, and Ephraim says, what's 400 shackles of silver between friends? Go ahead and bear your life. This land is yours. And this is what's so cool about it, is that Abraham knew to stay humble. He knew to stay humble and just trust in in the Lord. Knew that Abraham had to bury his wife somewhere, right? And Abraham didn't want to just bury his land in some stranger's some stranger's place, right? He wanted Abraham to realize that this has become my land. Because you're going to read later on that many other people are buried in the land that Abraham bought. Which is so amazing and so cool to know how Jesus Christ works us out. How the Lord works works the Bible out. It's so cool to know this. This is why I love reading the Bible, right? It's so cool to know that here goes Abraham buying wife, buying land for his dead wife. And then, knowing that, but we get to see how it's in the land of Canaan, and how the land of Canaan ends up happening, of how many other great kings are buried in that same land, which is amazing to understand. This is why I love reading the Bible. That's just Genesis 23. Now, Genesis 24 is a very, very intimate, strong statement. With Isaac and Rebecca. Probably one of the most amazing stories to um, to get close to, right? Because here I am, I'm, here I am, 33, still single, still looking for God to bless me for that wife. And it's the same age with Isaac, right? We don't know how, how old Isaac is here. But we do know he is definitely old enough to get married at this time. And number two... We know that he's grieving because his 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 mother's dead, right? And he knows that his father is in a very old old age now, very old age. So he's old, Isaac is old enough now to get married in twenty four. And Abraham goes and tells one of his high servants, "Go back to my native land." And find a wife. This is what's so beautiful about this story in 24 of Genesis. Is that it's all written by the hand blessing of of the Lord. This is all blessing from the Lord. Because as we know, as we read on, Isaac and, and Rebecca become very strong together. Which is so cool and so awesome. Um, that we get this harmony between them. And we get to learn that as we keep on reading, right? So, here we go. The the angel of the Lord walks with his servant, and as he walks with his servant, um, at night, I mean, during the evening, not at night, during the evening, the women went to go draw water from the well. And this is where the servant waited to find 
the wife, right? And the first one, this is how beautifully written it is. The first one, Sarah comes out. And Sarah feeds, Sarah gives him water to drink. I mean, not feeds. Gives him water to drink. Not only gives him water to drink, but also gives the camels a drink. Something that the servant prayed for, for something to be successful. And it happened. It worked. This is what's so cool about this. Hi, guys. Um, this is what's so awesome because it's deep-rooted in not only how Isaac met his wife, but it's deep-rooted that even though I'm single and I'm looking forward for a wife in the future, God can still do this. He, he still does. He does this all the time. We just have to love doing this, right? We just have to trust in the Lord, trust in His ways, and He will guide us. And that's exactly what Abraham did for his son, Isaac, to find a wife. So, um, here, so she agrees, she agrees to go back to with, she agrees to go back with the servant to go to Isaac, to go marry him. And that's what's so cool about this. It says, in the end, um, verse 66, which is really, really cool because this is what stood out to me the most. It says, then the servant told Isaac all that he has done. 67. Isaac brought her into the tent where his mother Sarah and to the tent of his mother Sarah. And he married Rebecca, so she became his wife. And he loved her, and Isaac was comfort after his mother's death. That's so cool to know that God knew how to comfort Isaac during the time of losing his losing his mother Sarah, right? Which was bringing a wife. And it's really cool to understand this that the servant was so blessed to go on this journey and see it with his eyes. And here we are. We get to read how awesome the Holy Spirit is. Right? And the Holy Spirit was the same then as the Holy Spirit is now. This is what's so cool about reading the Bible. Is that this is the same Holy Spirit that hasn't changed. From Genesis to now. From Adam to Eve to us. That Holy Spirit is still so strong. And still wants to write that beautiful love story. And the first thing is, we have to have faith and trust in the Lord. Just like Abraham did. And just like Isaac did. We have to have faith. So I pray that this helps you guys today. Realize what's going on in Genesis 23 and 24. Pray that this helps you guys today. And then tomorrow we'll be reading 25 and 26. So I pray that you guys have a good day. Blessed day. Love you guys and God bless.